relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. Let's just look at the situation on Capitol Hill. This was a catastrophic failure of security by the Capitol Police and the police in the District of Columbia who are responsible for the security of the Capitol. But it's the Capitol Police are responsible for the security of that building. The Speaker of the House, the Sergeant-at-Arms in both chambers, and the architect of the Capitol. I used to run this when I was the Chief Counsel and Staff Director of the Senate Rules Committee. I had jurisdiction over the Capitol Police and all the security. The fact that they were unprepared, knowing that there were going to be a half a million people who were going to be asked to march to the Capitol and peaceably demonstrate, shows that they were woefully unprepared. Now, when you're unprepared and you lose the advantage as a law enforcement organization, the one thing that you do not do is you do not become Bull Connor. And you do not start brandishing weapons on people who are unarmed. This is a big mistake. It is a catastrophic security failure on Capitol Hill, which never should have occurred. They were totally unprepared. That's called making the news as it's happening. That's a throwback to our former studio two years ago as the events of January 6th were unfolding. We had the perfect guests in studio, people who understand what was happening, even as it was happening. And we're back because of the breaking news of January 6th and all that footage that's been released to a certain individual at Fox News. And your favorites are back in studio. Joe Genova, Victoria Tonsing. Do you remember that? That interview? Do you remember what that day was like? Never forget it. <laughs> that yes, was something else. Because you had just gotten in from hearing the speech. I'd been right there in front of the ellipse with the president, listening to the speech. Couldn't make it to Congress. My speech in front of the Supreme Court later that afternoon had been canceled. Although that didn't Thank stop goodness. Nancy Pelosi uh, <laughs> subpoenaing my text messages because I was giving a speech at the Supreme court but um let's go back in time because we have to talk about these latest developments we have to talk about what's happened in the last two years but joe why why were you why were you uniquely qualified to talk about security on capitol hill as those events were occurring please remind our listeners well i had been the united states attorney for the district of columbia under ronald reagan from 1983 to 1988 how old were you i'm gonna ask something very rude how old were you i was 36 that's crazy i was the the youngest u.s attorney attorney for district of he was great (laughs) i believe it was great but that's so young yeah but i i had also been an assistant u.s attorney in that office years before and one of my assignments was to monitor the demonstrations in front of the then Soviet embassy. And all of those demonstrations over the years had been monitored, controlled with the Metropolitan Police Department, demonstrations on Capitol Hill, tremendous amount of planning, scripting, talking with the Defense Department, the State Department, everybody. 
there was no way that you have something like January 6th and you don't plan that out in every single step of the way, every detail, fine-tuned with the police, the National Guard, and everything. And it didn't happen. But, but you also, in that position as U.S. Attorney, you were in those meetings back then yes. with the House. Yes, absolutely. We, we conducted those meetings. We were in charge of making sure that the FBI that the Metropolitan Police, that everybody coordinated the activities, that we had uh, prosecutors ready to go to do arraignments in court if large numbers of people were going to be arrested. And so this, this was routine. Th- we'd been doing this for 40 years. And then this happens on January 6th, and you look at it, and all you can say as a professional is, these people did absolutely nothing to prepare for this major event. They were so prepared. I think it was interesting that Joe has told me that they would say, okay, you're all going to be arrested, and then we're going to go down to the station, and then we're going to let you go. (laughs) And and everyone agreed, okay, we'll do it that way. We'll be arrested, and then we'll say goodbye. So, and explain the role of that speaker, the incumbent speaker of the House, when it comes to securing the Capitol. Well, the Speaker has control of the Capitol Police. The, the chief of the Capitol Police works for her and the architect Answers of the... Answers to, to Pelosi oh, back then. A, a, absolutely. The, the Speaker of the House was in charge of everything. But in those days, people listened to what the U.S. Attorney and the FBI and the Capitol Police had to say. What happened to the Capitol Police as around January 6th was that... The Capitol Police Chief, Sund, his name was, S-U-N-D, was not being listened to. They were writing memos to Pelosi and Schumer, and they weren't getting any response from the Schumer and Pelosi staff. They didn't care about security. They wanted an event of some sort to occur. They wanted something dramatic to occur. There was incompetence on the part of Pelosi and Schumer and all of their staff. So really, really very, very remarkable. So you said two different things there. You said uh, it was deliberate and it was incompetence. Is it fair to say that it was a combination? Because we now know that President Trump offered the National Guard when he knew that there are hundreds of thousands, maybe a million people coming to hear his speech, that there may be something untoward. Therefore, here's the National Guard. Let's put a you know, security force in place. And that offer was rejected by Pelosi. They, that was rejected by Pelosi and her people because of what they called optics. They didn't like having <laughs> oh, troops. That, that DC on, word, and <laughs> optics. So, and so the optics that occurred were that since they didn't want to have the National Guard and troops there, they ended up having a phony perimeter. They used bicycle racks to be the perimeter instead of security fencing and troops and police. There was no way that any of those demonstrators in the numbers that there were should have ever, ever penetrated the Capitol if it had been properly defended. And it wasn't. It was it was a monumental failure of security planning. Interestingly enough, though, as soon as January 6th was over, Pelosi had no problem putting up high fences. Oh, 12-foot fences with razor wire and Humvees. So I guess the optics are great if they're useful to attack the other political party, but not if they make you look bad. Precisely. Is that how DC works, Joe? Tell me. You've been here long enough. That's exactly how it works, especially when you have somebody like Pelosi, who was really a complete political animal with no sense whatsoever for the institution itself. I know she gets all this praise about she was the greatest speaker in history. That's nonsense. I mean, she was a hack. She will always be a hack. And it's really fascinating how she's disappeared and gone into the woodwork. That, That is so true. 
since the new Congress was sworn in, since the, the, the four days it took, the four days, not four months, four days it took to choose a speaker for the Republicans, um, there was one kind of glowing, vomitous event where Schumer said something like she's the best ever. And it's like she's just like, in, like water for the Wicked Witch of the West. She's just disappeared. She's just a member now. Just a, a lowly member a from San Francisco. A backbencher. Where they can't control their streets and they can't protect <clears throat> her house. Yeah, that, that's another thing. San Francisco, do you not know who lives in your neighborhood? You don't know where the <laughs> Pelosi's live? And also, uh, speaking of footage, <laughs> I've got to ask your take. Allegedly, there's no Capitol Police presence at the Pelosi's home in San Francisco, but there are cameras that are linked in <laughs> to the police back here, the Capitol Police. And the Capitol Police... And there's footage. There's footage of, you know, the man, the pape, breaking in the glass to whatever, 2 a.m. And nobody was watching the feed. Nobody, no, but my, nobody nobody was my, watching my, the my feed. question about that is, we have a security system at our house. Yeah. If somebody was breaking a window, it would go hoo, 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 all over the neighborhood. I don't know why the security system was not on. Mm. Or do they not have a security system? It was really a great question left unapproached by any reporter. Have, has anything changed in the last two years in terms of your live analysis then on air of what happened no, everything, on January 6th? Everything that's happened since then has confirmed our initial analysis in your studio on that day as it was happening, was happening. that this was a catastrophic security failure. All right. Uh, and the significance, we're going to analyze it in depth. Don't go anywhere. It's going, this is one on one for the whole hour. But the significance of the decision, I, let's, let's put it this way. Are you surprised, both of you? Because I'm a little bit surprised. I'm going to admit it, that Kevin McCarthy has already handed over 44,000 hours worth of footage to Fox what, News. What took him so long? What took him so long? No. <laughs> nice. No? Uh, I'm not surprised at all. Because really? he's, he's decided he had to take the bull by the horn. He really had to and, and act like a speaker in charge because he didn't have that aura around him. And he's made so, so this many is building the optics of being a speaker. Absolutely. And the fact that he didn't say, OK, we're going to have our guys look at it. But he gave it to a conservative outlet. Didn't that surprise you? I, that surprised me tremendously that they didn't just give it to the committees and let them yeah. do it. But I'll say this. I think it's brilliant. I think it was a brilliant stratagem to give it to Fox and to have them because they can they can professionally analyze the footage. Right. Know, in a week, that's an awful lot of footage to analyze in a week. I'm but sure I, they know where to start. Yeah, I'm and, sure they and, know but where I, to start. I think, I think that was a brilliant stratagem on McCarthy's part. And we right. haven't been a fan of his, but we're beginning to see. He's, he's not doing too bad, the old Kevin, <laughs> last few weeks. Not too bad, not too bad. You are watching America First one-on-one with me, Sebastian Gorka, former strategist to the 45th President of the United States with two of your very, very top favorite guests. Don't go anywhere. If you enjoy the show, the deep dive with the true experts with the actual newsmakers because that's what we were doing two years ago in studio you've got to subscribe go to your favorite podcast platform go to spotify go to apple Podcasts. plug in my name sebastian gawker america first it's absolutely free leave us a five-star review share the links with your friends and then if you love america first if you are america first check out all the amazing america first gear at sebgorkastore.com the hottest one is our joint chris plant fbi t-shirt fascist bureau of intimidation stay here on this channel Hi, this is Brett.
President Trump, and Sebastian is really a friend of mine. He's a great guy. He's been with me from the beginning. Listen to him. We all learn. Thank you, President Trump. So very, very kind. That liner is a keeper. Welcome back to America First One-on-One with me, Sebastian Gorka, and Joe DeGeneva and Victoria Tunsing. You can follow them on uh, Truth Social. Are you back? You're back on Twitter, though, right? Back Vic on Tunsing. Twitter, yeah. Vic Tunsing, follow them right uh, now on Twitter and uh, Truth Social. Uh, we have so much to discuss, but please, if you enjoy the show, support those who make it possible. Uh, great patriots like Mike Lindell. This is a free market enterprise. We don't get half a billion dollars from the taxpayer like NPR does. Support people like Mike Lindell. He's under the gun. You heard what the FBI did to him recently. The left wants to cancel him. Even Walmart has gone woke and banned his products. Get massive discounts if you use my name at MyPillow.com up to 66% off. He's just launched the MyPillow 2.0, even better than the first one. He's already sold 71 million of those. Find out for yourself. Treat yourself. Over 150 amazing items. These sheepskin line slippers are just superb. MyPillow.com, promo code G-O-R-K-A. Or call 800-829-8468. That's 800-829-8468. MyPillow.com, promo code G-O-R-K-A. All right, we're going to leave... Tucker's team to do the heavy lifting over the next few days to sift through the 44,000 hours <laughs> of footage. But given that two years has elapsed since January the 6th, given the charade, the Farago, the clown show that was the January 6th committee uh, that didn't answer any real questions, what should those people be looking for? There's obvious questions like, where was Ray Epps? Who was the tower commander with the bullhorn? But what other things, if you were gu- guiding that, those teams of videographers, what Let would you Let me say? give you a legal issue, and yeah. that is the issue of entrapment. Because I was a drug prosecutor for when I was an assistant U.S. attorney. And you always had to be careful that the, the undercover agent wasn't enticing getting someone to do something that that person wouldn't ordinarily do. So that's the issue of entrapment. So in this case, it would be what? It would be police officers? How many undercover uh, ATF, FBI, whatever, whoever, or even people being paid by those government agencies? Yes, the assets. How many of them were present? And for some reason, the the federal judiciary... (laughs) Uh, in D.C. hasn't thought that that was a defense, and so they haven't allowed that discovery. But well, there was that very that. strange moment in, I think it was the deputy director of the FBI, female, yes. who at one of the hearings couldn't answer the question whether Ray Epps worked for the, for the feds. Right. right. Well, that's strange. But she acted like she wasn't supposed to answer it. Yes. Actually. As if there was she something could. that she's she not she meant to. to divulge. But that issue of entrapment, I think, is so important because if you're seeing people who are working for the government saying, come on in. Right, right, right. When a lot of people said, oh, well, they were telling me to come in. And for in. example, why people <clears throat> who were enticing others weren't charged would be interesting because Ray Epps, the day before, says what on video? He says, you know, we're going to storm the Capitol. Right. And then he ends up top 20 FBI most wanted and then carefully just quietly disappears from that list. What other things do you think should be scoured for? Well, uh, the absence of weapons. uh, One of the things you'll see is you're not going to see any weapons on the part of the the demonstrators. You're not going to see weapons. A Trump flag was described as a weapon in one of the indictments. Yes. Uh, I I, I think what, what, what will be most revealing 
are, is the conduct of people in the government, the, the Capitol Police and the people. What they did is really most important, what the officers did. I, I would be interested to see if there's any other footage around the shooting of Ashley Babbitt. Yes. I think probably that entire bit of footage inside the chamber where Lieutenant Byrd was. Because who we don't see, fired. we haven't seen, we've seen footage from the other side of the door, we, 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 but not the, inside the chamber. But there's stuff before it, yes. there's stuff after it. Right. And why did those people leave the front of that door where they were? What They all left at the same time, like yeah. some sort of order was given. So all of that sort of stuff around Ashley Babbitt, to me, is something that interests me t- tremendously. Because the fact that Byrd was never charged, wasn't even interviewed properly, for a homicide, which this clearly was, is very, very important to me. A, a, a man who, by the way, is known for having left his sidearm in a bathroom a, in a on bathroom Capitol Hill as a Capitol Police officer. Yeah, he, he should never have had a weapon. He never should have been permitted to have a weapon. Uh, I, I find his presence in that situation to be really disgusting. And look how differently he was treated than the police officer, a woman who thought she had, and it was somewhere in the Midwest, but thought she had gotten her laser gun out. A taser gun. Yes, yes, taser yes, yes. gun out and actually didn't and, right. and shot and killed. What about the other deaths of that day? Do you think we could, could get some footage revelations of the other protesters who, quote-unquote, died of natural causes? And that seems to be fallacious. I, I, I think all of that is are, are the kinds of things to look for. Uh, I know that the one uh, beating that took place took place in a tunnel which are, when there, which are, where there may not have been. I don't know. We, only in the front of the tunnel, so far that we know of. Yeah, we, we, we just don't know. Uh, but with 41,000 hours, there's going to be things that people have never even thought of. And all of a sudden, they're going to, they're going to be revelations about the conduct of the people who are allegedly providing security. And what, what it will show, and it already has shown, is how disorganized the security apparatus was inside the building and outside the building, how unprofessional it was, how untrained they were, how different orders were being given at different places by different people, a remarkable lack of coordination and supervision. This was not a military operation in any sense of the word. It was, in fact, episodic, unplanned security. And that is the antithesis of good security. Nothing was set in place ahead of time to prevent this. And what, when you watch this, and I remember that day vividly, sitting yeah. in your studio, yeah. watching it, looking at it, saying, what the hell are they doing? And remember... Where's the, their plan? At, at the very first, we were looking at it, and we couldn't believe it because the people who were entering the Capitol were all staying within the ropes. The, yeah, the and, cordon. And the velvet said, ropes. Some riot. They're walking... And we said, look how... They're not taking selfies, sometimes uh-huh. with the officers. Yeah, I, I, I think that the one of the most disgraceful things about the January 6th committee uh, was the fact that they purposely lied about what happened inside the Capitol. They purposely lied to the American people about the security that was that was non-existent. They purposely lied about what the preparations were, and then they purposely refused to let the American people know what wasn't done. They avoided the most important issue of all in order to get Donald Trump and to smear a bunch of people. It's really a a horrendous abuse of congressional power. 
We're talking to Joe Jennifer, Victoria Tunsing. They know of what they speak. If you want to make sure that you never miss anything they do, not just here in America First, which is the most important, then make sure you're following them on Truth Social and Twitter at Vic Tunsing. That's V-I-C-T-O-E-N-S-I-N-G, Vic Tunsing. I'm Sebastian Gorka. We, too, are on social media. We are everywhere. That counts. Make sure you are following us on all the important platforms. We are on Truth Social, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Parler, Getter, Telegram, Cloud Hub. You can also watch us because we are a televisual extravaganza. Get the Salem News app or just go to SalemNewsChannel.com. That's SalemNewsChannel.com. And for my latest, for my exclusive content that you can find nowhere else, it's my Substack. That's SebastianGorka.Substack.com. That's my whole name as one word, SebastianGorka.Substack.com. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, do not touch that dial. Just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell with MyPillow is launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented the MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes it even better. MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow, and now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest and coolest pillow you'll ever own. For my exclusive listeners, the MyPillow 2.0 has a buy one, get one free offer with promo code GORKA. MyPillow 2.0 temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio list of square for the buy one, get one free offer. Enter promo code GORKA or call 800-829-8468. That's code G-O-R-K-A. Go today. On the side of the U.S. Constitution, America first. It is a day that will live in infamy, but for all the wrong reasons, especially the cover-ups of what occurred on January 6th. We have our very special in-studio guests, Victoria Tunsing and Joe DeGeneva, uh, who are actually in studio that day here on America First. So before we move on to the what has happened mm-hmm. since January the 2nd, especially to the defendants, what's happened to you two in the last few years, let's talk about what could be, because, you know, you've been prosecutors, you've been, you know, uh, U.S. attorneys. What are the possible ramifications if things come out in this footage that are clearly wrong, have been covered up, are criminal acts, what could the possible civil or criminal consequences be? Well, I think given the Garland Justice Department and the Ray FBI, very little will happen from the federal government's perspective. I think they are going to ignore everything, do everything they can to make believe that nothing ill occurred. Uh, From a civil standpoint, it's very difficult to tell until we see the footage and see what happened. But people theoretically will have causes of action for assault and various other things, obviously loss of life, uh, unlawful killing and things like that. We have to find out if there's evidence of police brutality. If, yeah, all, all sorts of things like that. And so um, and it may actually get some Capitol Police officers to come forward and be whistleblowers mm. who have kept silent mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. of the small nature of the force. Uh, it's a very insular organization. 
generally historically been very poorly led and poorly trained and nothing demonstrated that more than January 6th. Legally, the government has what's called immunity, and for most acts, you can't hold any government official responsible in in any civil action, unless in a Bivens action, if they go outside of their area. But I find it despicable that FBI agents went and arrested these poor souls that were just at the Capitol, just walking. I mean, people, when you read Julie Kelly's book, you see people who had done nothing, but they were just, some just standing on the Capitol grounds. Five, six, seven FBI agents with loaded guns coming into their house and arresting them in front of their children. And that will never be addressed. On that that matter, what if there were exculpatory evidence relating to people who have been convicted. What if some footage comes up that says, no, that's not what that person did. This is what they did. Is there any recourse for these individuals who've already been charged? Well, yes, theoretically, they can file motions for new trial. They can file writs of habeas corpus. Uh, they, can, they can do all sorts of things. The, the courts have been relatively unsympathetic to all of these defendants, and I think in a way that's been really pretty, for those of us who practice law, it's been pretty depressing to see how unresponsive the federal courts in the District of Columbia have been. It's been quite an embarrassing performance by the courts here. Uh, very, very unsympathetic and, and uninquisitive. Yeah. Just not interested in right. learning what could have gone wrong here. And the federal judge with the Peter Navarro case, when mm-hmm. he was arrested in contempt of Congress. In, uh, for a misdemeanor and put in shackles. Yeah. And the federal judge didn't... Cho- I mean, any federal judge I used to appear in front of, when I was an assistant U.S. attorney, would have chewed my rear end. Yeah, th- this point of curiosity, <laughs> this was made to me by um, Mayor Giuliani, who said that if I were a judge... This, this is concerning the, the um, allegations of election fraud. He yes. said... If I were a judge in Arizona or Philly or somewhere, mm-hmm. I'd just be curious to hear what the evidence is. Instead of just abovo dismissing it and not listening. I'd just be curious to hear it. I, I, precisely. And in fact, that is exactly what's very disturbing about what didn't happen here in the federal courts in the District of Columbia during all of these cases. There appears to be an absolute indifference yes. to the rights of these defendants. Right. And, and, still and, in jail. And, and appalling, and, and I don't understand for mm-hmm. the life of me, these people having pre-dial detention this long. For in, years. For, I, I find it, <laughs> and I find it unbelievable that members of the judiciary don't see it the same way. I'm, I'm, I'm really appalled yeah. at what has occurred to these people. We'll talk about what has happened in the last two years more specifically in a moment, but thank you for reminding me, Victoria, uh, somebody who's done sterling work, lion's share of the reporting on January 6th is our friend Julie Kelly, who publishes regularly at American <coughs> Greatness, amgreatness.com, and her book is January 6th. Please, if you want to have an insight, she actually went to the court proceedings. She actually went to listen to what these judges, these even these public defenders were doing. So please follow Julie Kelly on Twitter and check out her book uh, uh, named titled January 6th. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First one-on-one coming to you from just outside the insalubrious, fetid rank, malodorous, noisome swamp that is Washington, D.C. Relief Factor. Pain relief that works. Pain relief that's real. Pain relief that is liberating half a million Americans right now, me included. But it's not just me. It's people like Leah from Ohio. This 
is Leah's story. One Sunday morning, I sat on my couch in so much pain I was in tears. That's the day I ordered Relief Factor. Following directions in eight days, I found relief only to get better and better. I'm a believer 100%. That should be you. That could be you, but there's only one way to find out. But it's okay. It's super easy. Go to relieffactor.com, order the three-week quick starter pack, and it'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening, just like I do, and I promise you, Dr. G's guarantee, by the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you, like it works for me, Leah, and 500,000 of your fellow Americans. You've waited long enough. You deserve to know. It costs just nineteen ninety-five. If you do the math, that's less than a dollar a day. What possibly can you get for less than a dollar a day? You can't even get a cup of coffee, but you might get liberated from your daily pain. Do it today. Call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. That's 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election story, Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. America first. Magnificent. When I came up with um, a certain design for a certain mug on our store, even Mr. G said, you know, that's a little bit too spicy. It rapidly became the fastest selling item of the year. And it, um, it has to do with justice in America. I called the FBI Biden's Gestapo. The mug and T-shirt that says Biden's Gestapo, the FBI from Nazi Germany to the USA in 80 years, it resonated with you. It struck a chord. Since then, Chris Plant, with the help of one of his great listeners, came up with another message to the G-men at the Hoover building. It is the FBI T-shirt, the classic yellow letters on the blue background. But in this case, underneath it tells you what this organization is, the fascist Bureau of Intimidation. And this is personal for me. This saddens me because of all the very close relationships and work I had done with the FBI prior to joining the White House. It remains today the most popular item at our store. Send a message to those who think that 
the blindfold should be ripped off Lady Justice and she should be persecuting those who are conservatives and patriots. Go to SebGorkaStore.com. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A, SebGorkaStore.com. On that note, um, you are champions for others. You are champions for justice. Would you share with our three million listeners what has happened to mm-hmm. you, especially you, Victoria, in the last few years here in America as an American? Yeah, well, in April uh, 2021, there was a knock at doorbell rang and Joe answered it. And there were four FBI agents at the door with coming, a, for, coming to get your autographs, say, hey, yeah. how are you doing? Actually, they apologized over and over again. And they said, we love you all. We're so sorry to be here. Really? But we have the search warrant and they don't know. Let me tell you who I blame. I blame Merrick Garland that he had to approve that search warrant. So you. For a this, lawyer. this was coming out of what Washington Field Office or no? It was Southern District of New York. Southern District, District of, of New York. York. And they went after Rudy Giuliani. Oh, yes, of course. The same day, and they tried throughout eighteen months. Eighteen months, and we had to pay legal fees for the whole time. Uh, they they came up with nothing. Oh, ho oh, I'm nothing to see here. And what was the accusation levied against you? There was none. It was that I had evidence of somebody else committing a crime. And so I'm, you hadn't committed a crime, no. but you were somehow magically hiding somebody else's evidence of a crime. They said that on her phone and her iPad, there was possibly information that related to something that Rudy Giuliani... No, they didn't the, say Rudy. No, they never no, said. No, they never did. But that's, they clearly, that's clearly what but, it was related but, to. Hang on, hang on. I need to stop. As an immigrant to this nation, I need to, I need to have a little lesson in the law. You had your personal property taken. You had your house uh, searched under warrant because of evidence of a crime somebody else did, but you don't know who it was and they didn't Never tell you. Never told us right. for 18 months. They but wouldn't. that's obscene. Well, that's but, Kafka-esque. That's but Franz no, Kafka. You have to know that violated the rules of the Justice Department for lawyers. Because, because lawyers are in a special category, correct? Like doctors. And so I had all this privileged information. On your phone, other, on your laptop, clients whatever. It had nothing to do with anything. Correct. And now... And you had to surrender your personal phone. Yes. Right. But... They had secretly accessed all of this information two years before and on a covert you, warrant. How did you find that out? They had to tell us when we did. They when did when the they warrant. got the search warrant, when they issued the search warrant, they for had the, to for, re- for the for the devices. They had to reveal that they had had a previous search but, two years earlier, which, which affected, if I remember well, your remote cloud data. That's yes? exactly right. So without your knowledge as attorneys, your confidential data had been accessed by the feds. And my criminal we were representing people in the federal courts. Yeah, yeah. My, those, but here's what's really, really key. And we'd never forget this. I had been talking in 2019. That was the year they got all the information. Rudy and I had been talking to people who had evidence of Biden corruption in Ukraine. Right. Oh, Biden. did they want, did they... Exist? They didn't want to root around they in your cloud. They wanted to see what I had, on Joe Biden so, and Hunter Biden, the information that so I So let's had. fast forward. Where you're sitting here, free individuals. What happened to all of so, this? So guess what? what? The Republicans take over the House of Representatives. <laughs> and within weeks, they end the investigation in New York and say there will be no charges at this time. And, anybody, and, and you get a big fat apology and a bunch of roses oh, yeah. <laughs> from the Southern District, right? No, we, Box didn't of chocolates. A, we didn't even get a letter. The letter <laughs> was just sent to us as a copy. It, the letter was to the judge. 
saying we know one. This, so this, 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 that's that's the that's the, the authoritarian little twist. That's the little twist of lemon on top, and like, that's something in Ceausescu's Romania. We're not going to prosecute you at this time. Yes, right, right. Yes, to have that sort of Damocles. No criminal criminal charges at this time, and it happened right after the Republicans took the House of Representatives and got subpoena power in the Judiciary Committee. So I, I, I had my phone records and my wife's and my children's right. phone records. Uh, Verizon surrendered to a subpoena from Nancy Pelosi's January 6th illegitimate committee. Uh, I've never been in this situation before. I've never had to hire a lawyer except, uh, you know, when I was buying a house or whatever, right? right? I had to pay a lawyer in D.C. to write one letter, one letter to Verizon and January 6th committee cost me $10,000. Right. So I can't begin to imagine... Half a million dollars. Half a million dollars. We spent a half a in million a dollars a defending our clients' rights in the New York court. There had to be a special master set up. We had to go through all of the documents. We had to invoke privilege for all of our clients. That cost a half a million dollars. And as one FBI whistleblower has been quoted as saying, the punishment, the process is yeah, the, the pro- punishment. Of course. The process course. is the punishment. So it was done purposely to, to intimidate. To, and they to called CNN, it. by the way. An hour after the FBI left our house, we got a call from CNN wanting to know about the raid of our house from the FBI. Lucky it wasn't Roger Stone scenario, 6 a.m. outside your house with a TV van. Um, All right, guys, um, I want to enlist you because you are patriots. You love these people. When in the past we posted interviews with them on YouTube, we'd get half a million views, 600,000 views in a matter of a couple of days. Show me how much you still love them. Will you help? These patriots fight the swamp creatures that are a menace to all of us. Please go to their Give, Send, Go page. It's givesendgo.com slash degenova and tunsing as one word. You can see the image right now if you're watching. I'm gonna, I've got it on my Twitter feed already. I'll, I'll, I'll repost it again. That's the givesendgo.com slash degenova and tunsing together as one word. Help these people. Please support their litigation fund. God bless every single one of you. I am Sebastian Gorka. This is America First coming to you live from the relieffactor.com studios. If you're in daily pain, if you've tried everything else and failed to find relief, just try this, please. You have nothing to lose. Just, oh, it's Patriot Mobile. Uh, Patriot Mobile. If you have one of these things, where's mine? If you have one of these evil, evil devices, a cell phone, please tell me you're not connected to the big three providers because you're making money for woke corporations. Go with the only Christian conservative cell phone company in America. They're the ones I use. When Nancy came after my phone records, I canceled my Verizon account and I told them why and I switched my whole family over. Don't fund the left with every call you make and every text you send. Join today. You can keep your old number. You'll have free activation if you use my name, extra discounts for veterans and first responders, and you will be with a phone company that loves America like you do. You know it makes sense. Don't support those who don't share your values. Switch today. 878-PATRIOT or just go to patriotmobile.com slash G-O-R-K-A. That's patriotmobile.com slash Gorka. Deep in the swamp, first place in your hearts, America First with Dr. G. 
Did I step into some time vortex? Is H.D. Wells' ghost roaming the studios? Where did that hour go? This sheer insanity. We should have started at 3 o'clock. That was far too much fun. Always is the case with Joe DeGeneuve and Victoria Tansing. A little bit of homework, guys. If you don't have her book, please. Uh, Victoria is right. Julie Kelly's first book of this kind out there. January 6th, How Democrats Used the Capitol Protest to Launch a War on Terror Against the Political Right. That is exactly what they did. Please follow her. Read her articles at amgreatness.com. That's E-A-M, amgreatness.com, and Julie Kelly. And more importantly, please support these true, true warriors for freedom. Please go to their gifts and go give as much as you can because they're fighting the swamp creatures and they've already, already spent half a million dollars of their own money. That's gifts and go slash degenerate tonsing go today. Um, let's get very practical again, given your perch of the last few decades in this slimy place that is DC. Um, if Tucker's guys do a good job, DOJ won't do anything. We know FBI won't do anything. And will the mainstream media? Right. Mainstream media will try and avoid it. Well, the House of Representatives has subpoena power. Let's talk about the potential political ramifications. Could they be substantial? Absolutely. Uh, I I expect that given the the, the format that Tucker Carlson uses, one hour every five nights a week, that they will be able to project vast amounts of information Correct. which the congress can use they can have subpoena power to use it to do things they can further expose but the, the key thing and this is always important names have to be apa- attached to actions it's very important that people know who these people were yes. who were these officers who did this get their names this guy mm. berg for example Michael who shot Bird. and killed ashley babbitt yeah. there are people like him throughout this story whose names have to become public knowledge they have to be named it's very important victoria do you have high hopes at least of political <coughs> consequences for the revelations well i you know i i'm always the optimist so the glass is always half full <laughs> and then last november occurred and i got a bit deflated on that but i will still go back to my optimism um, and, and a lot of people watch Tucker. I mean, and, and I think the more this news gets out, the bigger audience he's going to have for it. So at some point, people will just rebel. People say, enough is enough. And We're we hope it motivates it. people to get out and vote. <clears throat> Indeed. I'm going to go on the record now. It may shock some of my listeners. Uh, pretty impressed with Kevin so far, especially giving uh, Tucker, the man who has the biggest cable audience in America with $5 million a night, Giving him the 44,000 hours of footage. Good call, Kevin. I don't know who advised you, but good call. God bless everyone who fights the swamp creatures, especially those who put their face to the name like Vic and Joe doing it every single day. Please support them. I'm Sebastian Gorka. Wherever you are, keep your head on a swivel. Watch your six. Hold the line. Never give up. Never give in. And stay frosty. this continent a new nation conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal 
about the current occupant of the White House. He spent the day, President's Day, in Ukraine with President Zelensky rather than go to East Palestine and spend it with the suffering residents of Ohio. Your thoughts on that? Well, I think it's very sad. And I'll be going, uh, as you know, I'll be spending some time in Ohio where he should be. And uh, frankly, that FEMA should have been there a long time ago. And I announced that I was going and all of a sudden FEMA is sending a lot of money now and they weren't going to send anything. So I'm honored by that, but I'll be there on Wednesday, and I look forward to that. It'll be great. Those are great people, and they were abandoned, but now I think they won't be abandoned any longer. Very sad to watch that. Greetings, dear friends. There's a short clip from our buddy. Did you hear what John Solomon said at the beginning? The current incumbent of the White House. Yes, uh, I wonder where he got that phrase from. He had President Trump on his show uh, yesterday uh, before he came on our show. That's John Solomon. And we have some zingers from that interview to share with you later, especially what he had to say about Ron DeSantis. But we have so much more to discuss with you. And of course, the big news of the day. Well, which is bigger? Oh, yes. I think the big news of the day is Kevin McCarthy. If I had a hat on, I would doff it. I would doff my cap at you. Why? He just did something quite interesting. (laughs) There are 44,000. I'll repeat that again. 44,000 hours of footage that the January 6th committee refused to release from their witch hunt show trial. Strangely, I guess they weren't interested in uncovering the truth, and they hid those 44 hours worth of footage. And Kevin McCarthy, well, he's the new speaker. And he's decided to release it. And not just put it on some website where you'd have to trawl through it yourself for weeks at a time. He's given it to the team that runs the biggest cable news show every evening. It's our buddy Tucker Carlson, one of the few good guys left at Fox News, has now taken possession, he has confirmed it, of all 44 thousand hours of the missing footage and he has promised that next week they will start to release what they have found i don't know how much they will be able to watch in the next seven days but i'm sure they have some tips about where to look which corridor to focus on which event out of the multiple deaths that occurred 
Not just Ashley Babbitt, who was murdered that day, but the others who died under very suspicious circumstances. Maybe we will finally know why police officers were opening doors to the protesters. How those MAGA protesters actually died, who died that day. What really happened to Brian Sicknick on January the 6th, before he died the following day? And then, perhaps most important of all, when it comes to the truth behind those events, footage, evidence of instigators. Instigators who, well, let's just say, may not have been very MAGA. People like Ray Epps. What footage are we going to find of Ray Epps inciting violence, of the so-called tower commander, the scaffold commander, with his bullhorn at the top of the scaffolding saying, yes, we're inside, come on, push, let's take over the capital. Who is that man? Maybe in that 44,000 hours of footage, we're going to find out what Ray Epps was really doing and who he was talking to. Was he talking into his sleeve? Did he have a walkie-talkie? And who was the scaffold commander? Mr. G, are you there? I have to ask you. Kevin McCarthy, we didn't have high hopes. What do you think after today's news? All right, so far, very good. Oh, I'm, wow, a very good, not just a good. Yes, I'm very happy with him so far. Hmm. Will there be a letdown soon? Absolutely. If you look at history, there will be. But I, no, honestly, I'm very happy. I didn't think that he would actually do this. You know, if he was going to do this, if he was going to do this at all, which was an expectation, I didn't think he was going to give it to Tucker. No, I didn't. I was the same exact thing. He put it in Congress and they. Right. He'd have a hearing. We'd see about, you know, three minutes worth about two years from now. And it would leave a bunch of questions. Right. Yes. But this, this is like, he, ha- he has no control over this now. None. No, I None. like it. This is a huge move. All right, let me share some intel with you. It's hot. I have just received. Oh, by the way, we are going, we're going to have such a special show today. And the third hour, amazing, amazing. I don't know how Jeff does this, how he times these guests. We're going to have in studio for the one-on-one. Well, let, let, Eric, who are, who are you going to have in studio? And why is that relevant to January the 6th, Eric? Who better than two of the absolute fan favorites on our show who were in studio with us on January 6th, 2021, Joe DeGeneva and Victoria Tunsing. Yes, indeed. We're going to go back in time. It's going to be like Doctor Who. It's going to be like the time tunnel. We are going to reprise what happened here on January 6th as we were witnessing what was occurring on Capitol Hill, with the man who was former U.S. attorney. Uh, what, what is it, the youngest U.S. attorney for the District of Columbia and his wife, formerly of the Senate Intelligence Committee, Victoria Tunsing. So Joda Jenner, Victoria Tunsing, who are with us as the events of January 6th occurred, will be with us for the whole third hour to analyze uh, what kind of things can we expect to see in the 44,000 hours of footage? What kind of ramifications could they have criminally, civilly? Are we going to find out what Lieutenant Michael Byrd was doing on the other side of that door? Remember, Ashley Babbitt's death. We've only seen the footage from one side taken by that Antifa rioter. What was his name? Jake something. Do you remember like Jake? Did you just pull that out from your head? 
Yeah, I mean, the, he, he always made sure to mention his full name in, in the press releases. But usually that's, that's for, like, political assassins. They have three names. Sean, Sean Earl Sullivan, like, you know, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. Wow, that's impressive. So you had the Antifa guy's footage. Who, what, what is the Antifa guy doing at a MAGA rally and then breaking into Congress? Another question that uh, we need answers to. But what about the CCTV camera footage? Because we know there are cameras inside the hearing chamber. And that's where Lieutenant Michael Byrd, the man who shot and killed Ashley Babbitt, was when he drew his gun and fired through the window, admitting in an interview months later after his identity was finally unveiled. After six months, he said, no, I couldn't see who it was or what were they doing. I just opened fire. He couldn't see who it was what they were doing well then why did he pull the trigger of that weapon what if it were a colleague what if we're a child what if we're a first responder well now we may get footage of what he was doing on the other side of that window before he murdered ashley babbitt so much more to discuss oh uh, james o'keefe has issued a 40 plus minute video of his resignation, his firing from Project Veritas. I'll give you my response because um, I talked to people at Project Veritas yesterday and it's not as obvious as it may seem. Lemon has survived. Yes, Don Lemon has survived. We'll explain how. More from President Trump and Alec Baldwin. I told you, I told you guys. He's going to walk. All that and more. Your calls, 833-33-GORKA. That's 833-334-6752. If you enjoy the show, especially the deep dive, never miss any of our one-on-ones. Go to Spotify. Go to Apple Podcasts. Plug in my name, Sebastian Gorka, America First. It's absolutely free. Leave us a five-star review. Share the links with your friends. And then if you are really America First, Prove it. Wear it. Have it in your pocket. Go to SebGorkaStore.com. Hottest selling item is the FBI t-shirt jointly with Chris Plant. This time it stands for Fascist Bureau of Intimidation. The Elon Musk t-shirt and mug. Are you paying attention? Twitter files, censorship of conservatives, and the challenge coin, and so much more. SebGorkaStore.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com